and welcome to the latest podcast with myself, Vicky, and Jordan. Hi, guys. Today, we're going to be a little bit off script and we're going to be talking about mental health, um, the issues that we faced personally, and hopefully, we can get you guys talking more to each other or even to somebody like a crisis line, the Samaritans. And just, you know, to let you guys know that it's okay not to be okay. And please don't hold and bottle things up because we've learned that ourselves in the past. And we just want to share some of those experiences with you and hope that um, what we talk about today will help you with any issues that you're facing. Yeah, definitely. And I think it's very important that we address mental health within the workplace because um, that happens every single day. It's a battle with so many people. And even the people that come along to our events, I mean, I've I've had people that have had panic attacks or anxiety attacks on events yeah. and how, how we deal with that. And, you know, it, it's it's never something to be ashamed of. It's never something to be embarrassed about. And there's been several times where we've had to take customers aside and, and you know, calm them down and give them a comfort in hand and just say, look, it's, it's OK. You know, you know, you know, you don't you've only met us tonight. If you want to talk to us, you can talk to us. Um, because I totally appreciate, you know, sometimes going into like these dark, scary places can cause yeah, anxiety, you definitely. know, even if you're into it. But um, yeah, so it's something to do with the mental health in a workplace is a big deal. And it's something that me and Vicky feel very, very passionately about, isn't it? So. Yes, definitely. And I can tell you when I was um, training on paranormal investigations, the first ever investigation that I did, one of the guests, a uh, young girl, was completely fine until the lights went out and she was afraid of the dark. Mainly, I, I don't think it was so much she was afraid of the dark, she was afraid of what might happen when the lights went out because a lot of people don't really know what's gonna happen when they come on one of our investigations. And this poor young girl had a complete mental breakdown in front of the group. Luckily that night I was hosting with someone else so I was able to take her away from the group take her back to the base room where it was all lit, sat down, made her a cup of tea, had a chat with her. And I think we spent the first two or three vigils just sat together back at base room until we had our first break. And then she was brave enough to go back and try again. And I give the girl 10 out of 10 because she did. And I made sure that I stayed with her when the lights went out. I always had a torch next to me so that if she at any time she felt uncomfortable I would take her back out into a corridor where it was lit and um, that girl left that night and I think it was probably about a couple of months later we went and did an investigation at the Black Swan yeah. and this girl was there again with the with her friend and she went in she went with all the lights off. She was absolutely fine. And she had learnt to conquer that fear and overcome that mental anxiety that she was feeling. And I was so proud of that girl. I actually took her aside in the break and I, and I told her just how brilliantly she'd done and how impressed at how far she'd come. And yeah, I, I I, that really, really made me feel really good that I been able to help somebody start that journey into making their life a little bit easier and making a difference yeah yeah definitely I mean I, th I think it's very important that people understand it's you don't have to 
learn how to control the thoughts because you can never stop those thoughts it's learning how to control it not ruining your life that's it it's learning how to cope and how to deal with those feelings exactly and and, and unfortunately mental health doesn't it doesn't discriminate you know it, it doesn't matter who you are where you're from um whatever walk of life you've been through anyone can suffer from it and I, you know, it's probably one of the most, I think it's still quite a taboo subject. It, it is very much a taboo subject. And um, I think that's something that we all personally need to change in society. Um, I don't think it should be. I think there's probably more people out there than you realise that have or have had mental health issues at some point in their life. And I always say that once you've suffered from something like that, you you learn how to cope and how to deal with it, but it never completely leaves you. So you have to learn those coping mechanisms. Um, I was at a point in my life where I had such bad panic attacks um, that I had a breakdown in the supermarket. I spent about a year where I couldn't even leave my house and obviously I ended up having to go on medication, which nobody really likes having to go on because you don't want to feel like a zombie. You don't want to be at the point where you're so out of it that you can't live your life. So in the end, my I spoke to my doctor and told him, you know, I can't carry on like this. I can't spend my days just feeling so out of it that I don't know what day of the week it is. I don't know who I am. I don't know what I'm doing. So, and I wanted to be able to leave the house. So it started off in small steps, like just going outside of the door and closing it and going back in. Um, but my doctor actually prescribed an emotional support dog for me so that I would have something to focus on, on a daily basis, something that I had to take care of because it relied on me. And it was also a reason for me to leave the house because walking and going out in nature is very beneficial for your mental health. Now I've had my emotional support dog now, Maisie, for almost three years and I can tell you the huge difference it's made to my life because I can leave the house now. I have learned different coping mechanisms from being under the mental health recovery team and like I said, those issues will always be with me. But I've learned how to cope with my day to day life and how to carry on and how to get back to being me again. So no matter how bad things may seem, there is a light at the end of that tunnel. And there are things that you can do and people that you can talk to to help you get through the other side. And it's not going to be easy. It will be a hard road, but you will get there. Believe me, you will get there. I think for most people with depression and anxiety and mental health in general, if someone asks, you know, if you're okay, it's, it's easier to smile and say you're fine and you're okay than it yeah. is to go into the detail it, and it explain is. why you're sad. And, I, you know, I'm sure you agree. We're in a very privileged position to, to meet thousands of people doing what we do. And... Even though we meet all these people, you know, I still have moments when I feel alone, even though I'm surrounded oh, yeah. by hundreds of people. Yes, definitely. I, I, you know, 
And one of the hardest things is to open up and actually be honest and talk to somebody instead of saying, yes, I'm fine. Actually opening up and saying, do you know what? I'm not. I'm not. And you'd probably be surprised at how willing that other person is to just listen, just let you get it all out. And that's that's something that we all need to do a little bit more often. And like I said, it is difficult. And I found it difficult at times. I would just put on a brave face. Um, I'd smile. I'd act as if everything was okay when deep down I knew that it wasn't. And that's when it gets to the point where you're so strong. And I will say this, I've always said having depression, having anxiety is not a sign of weakness. It's a sign that you have been so strong for so long that you just cannot keep that facade up anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah definitely. And I think we're all guilty of maybe socialising with people that we know aren't good for us. Yes. I think we've all been guilty of that and I think it's so important, like you will understand as well as I do, I've got a very small circle of people that I, I yeah. trust and that's because of previous experiences but it's so important to surround yourself with positive energy because if you keep these negative people in your life, you're going to project these negative impacts. Oh yeah, and you will soak up all that negativity. And it, and it will bleed through into your everyday life and that's why it's so important if, if you've got people that you know aren't good for you if you're doing something you don't enjoy doing it's this is your life you need to surround yourself with people that make you happy that will listen that will take time for you that you know will lend a helping hand like if, in the amount of times i've had people come up to me and say oh i've tried to speak to someone and the other person's response is oh well you know i tried you know it, it, when someone suffers suffers with something like this it's not easy just to be like I'm not. I'm not okay. They, it's mm. really hard to do it. And when you're surrounded by people that you know are a negative influence on your mental health, you've got to be able to step aside from that. Yeah, and I have to say, in the past, I have lost a lot of who people who I considered to be my friends, but never really understood my mental health issues. And with certain people, I had to keep explaining myself over and over again, my conditions, how that makes me act and react, because I my brain works differently to a lot of other people. So I might overthink things or I take things a little bit more personally or it affects me more emotionally. And some people just don't understand that and don't get it. And some people just aren't willing to even understand or get that. And those are the people that I call the fair weather friends. And I've had to step away and cut a lot of people out of my life because why should I have to keep explaining my condition to someone time and time again and have to keep apologising for who I am? And you, you shouldn't have to do that. Should, a friend should accept you mm. for all that you are and for all that you, you know, who what you do and how things affect you. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've been in similar situations. You know, I've seen people that I love and will go to the end of the earth for, you know, considered best friends pick, you know, other people over me or money or their egos or whatever whatever it may be. And, you know, it, it breaks your heart when you're in that position to know that it, you feel like you're not good enough, you know, if someone doesn't yeah, understand definitely. why you struggle with these things. And it's not because we don't, care or it's not because we don't reach out you know it's generally it, it is an illness and it does break your heart when someone that you love 
just says, you know, we can't do this anymore. And they choose something so materialistic over you. And it's, it's horrible because your mind, your soul is the most important bit yeah. about your, your being. And there will never, ever be another person like you on this planet. There's, like, there's only one Vicky, there's only one me, you know, and there never will be another one of us ever again. And it's, you know, you've got to know you're wanted because you are that's it and you, you should you should never have anybody in your life that makes you feel like there's something wrong with you because there isn't no there's there's not and you know you've just got to, i know on the, the dark days that people have all the time you've, you've got to remember you're wanted you know you're, you're loved if whether it be like <sighs> heartbreak abuse depression anxiety loneliness you know addiction suicidal tendencies whatever it may be there, like you said earlier, there, there is someone there to listen. Yeah, there is someone out there to listen. And there will be people out there that love you enough that if you ever were to go down that route, there's people whose life that you will affect by doing that who will miss you and will always question, why did you do it? Why didn't you come forward and, and say something? Why did they not notice? Um, when I was um, 18... I went down the pub with a load of friends and we all got drinking and one of my friends just disappeared that night and we just all assumed that she'd gone home. Um, she was found a couple of days later in the woods. She'd wandered off drunk and hung herself. And her family and us as our friends, we had no idea that those thoughts were going through her head. She to us she always appeared happy normal um if there is such a thing as normal because i don't believe I, there, I know, there, I know there is mean, but, yeah, I know but nobody nobody had a hint that things were that bad that she would have gone and done something like that and for years i tortured myself thinking why did i not notice why couldn't she have come to somebody or if not to us to somebody that she didn't know why you know what could we have done to help help her so please please if you're if things are that low that you're contemplating suicide you must talk to somebody um and and again you know people in the uk say it's the coward's way out i don't believe it is i think it takes a lot of guts for somebody to end their own life i personally couldn't do it um i think people you know like you just said that they say it's the coward's way out they don't appreciate if, if you're actually contemplating suicide and especially if you go through with it how dark in a place you have to you be must in. be yeah and, and like you just said with your friend that's a horrific story but you know the most beautiful smiles hide the darkest thoughts exactly they're, and they're, this is what i said you know people People learn to put on an act. They put on a face. They portray a version of themselves to others that isn't them. So this is another reason why we should be more open and honest about mental health and the things that we go through. There are lots of people that you can ring. If, 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 you, if you feel that you can't talk to somebody that you know or a family member or even your doctor, there's um there's crisis centres or a crisis line or Samaritans, um, even uh, Mind, which deals with mental health here in the UK. 
I'm sure in other countries there must be similar yeah, I've sort had of places that you can. Helplines, yeah. I mean, the, the, for anyone that is listening, and if you feel you can't reach anyone, reach out to anyone, then the UK suicide helpline is 116123. And, um, I, you know, I won't be embarrassed to say, you know, I've, I've rung them before, and it's completely anonymous, and there's someone always there to listen to you. There, there really is. And I think, unfortunately, a lot of people these days will put things such as their jobs, their egos, their money in front of their happiness. And it's just something that I've never yeah. personally been able to do. I mean, I you know, I, I appreciate people always want the best out of life, but like we were saying earlier, you have one life. And if someone says to me these days, you know, Jordan, what, what's your goal in life? I will always say to them, it, it's not to be rich it's not to be famous it's not to have a big house and a fancy car my goal in life is to have as much fun as i possibly can yeah and guys you've got to remember that you have value and you have worth as a person as a human being on this planet and don't let anybody else make you feel otherwise no not at all i mean and I know I will stick by this. People that have struggled the most, people that have gone through those dark days, those people will get what they deserve. They will, you oh, know, yeah, you, you fight because, through those yes, dark days. Yes. You will, you'll get the light at the end of your tunnel. It's what I believe in. I'm very much a believer in karma and good things will eventually come. They will. I mean, they have for me in Jordan and I've had some dark struggles in the past. Um, I've suffered with anxiety, like I've mentioned, depression, PTSD. Um, I was diagnosed several years ago with EUPD, which is a emotionally unstable personality disorder. But I've come across people with other mental health issues. And I think that a lot of us are some of the kindest people on this planet. Yeah. I mean, I... If anybody, if I know anybody that struggled with things that you've just mentioned, you know, I've got all the time in the world for people oh, yeah, and, and I will definitely. always listen. And, and you know, I, I firmly believe people that walk through hell will come out the other side a better person. If you can stick through it and you can survive going through that trauma, yeah, there, there's good things on there's good things on the other side. There, there really is. And like I was saying, taking it back, like I always struggled with people putting all these materialistic things in front of their happiness yes. and I, I kind of I remember I had kind of like an epiphany moment and I, I was just one night kind of looking up at the stars and you think how big the universe is how how little we are compared to everything in the world and people worry about who's got the most money and who's got the fastest cars and the biggest house and the nicest clothes and I just can't live my life like that. No, no. You have to be content with what you've got and you have to think to yourself how lucky you really are because I know, I don't have much, but I know I'm a lot better off than some other people in the world. And as for any negativity, I can tell you spiritually what's helped me over the years is one, learning to meditate. And that has helped a lot with the anxiety. I mean, that could be a completely separate episode you could do because yep. I know a lot of people would find that interesting. And also with any negativity that surrounds you, crystals. 
I found having certain crystals and sage and things like that spiritually has helped to cleanse and even going to healing sessions at my local spiritualist church they have um healing uh, evenings once a week obviously because of covid they've not been able to do that recently but you can go and get free healing and even that in itself has helped me yeah. a lot so spiritually there are things that you can do to help when it comes with anxiety and i would definitely say um even download one of the apps and try try having a go at meditating it might take you a while and quite a few sessions to do but i find it extremely calming and relaxing helps to clear your mind i mean i'm sure you've been um told or been put in a situation before where you're, you're not good enough i'm sure you've been made to feel like that i think everyone oh, on the planet has. yes definitely and it's such a it's such a knockdown, but you can never ever let that define you. If if you get knocked down and you're told you're not good enough, that you can never ever let that break you because you are, you're always good enough and you've got to be able to stand up and fight, you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I've had to learn not to concentrate on the amount of times I've been knocked down, but concentrate on the amount of times I've gotten back up. Yeah, I, I it's it's so important. I mean I, I've, there's been so many situations where I've been told, you know, oh, you're not good enough for this role, you're not good enough for this job, you're not good enough to do what we think you can do. And for me, you've got to, you can turn that and flip it into motivation. You know, I, I remember that obviously before we were doing this, you know, I asked for a chance with a, a previous company and, you know, I asked for one chance to prove what I could do. And everyone was so reluctant to give me the chance and didn't think I'd be able to live up to it. And I asked for the chance and I gave him the chance. And I was so determined that I knocked that chance out the ballpark, yeah. ran, caught the ball, brought it back. And proved everybody and wrong. proved everyone wrong to show that I could do that. And I was all I said yeah. I could be. And so whenever anyone tells you that you can't, you, you need to be able to flip that and use that as motivation. And that whole, the idea of, of proving you can be someone better that's what After Dark is, you know, After Dark's just a little tiny idea that started off in my head and then which I shared with Vicky and now obviously we, we do this, but it's not just about the investigations. It's always been about bringing people from all walks of life together and being able to feel comfortable in one room. Definitely. That's what it's always been more, After Dark has always been more than just what's advertised on the tin, if you will. Yeah. So, and it, that's, at any event, that's why... I've got all the time in the world for people that suffer with things like this because if we can be, even if it's for the six hours you're with us and you have a smile on your face, I can sleep a little bit easier at night knowing that I've done my bit to to help someone that that's struggling. And that, they might only feel good for those six hours. And yeah, you might go back and struggle, but for those six hours we've we've done something for somebody else and improve somebody's life exactly and you'd be surprised the amount of investigations not just as after dark but when we were training and we were posting with other people um the amount of uh, guests that we've had that have come forward to us with stories of things that have happened to them paranormal wise that have then completely changed them caused them anxiety depression even to the point of self-harming. And if we can sit down with those people and just extend a little bit of help 
and some of our knowledge of what we've been through just to help them that's a plus for us yeah 100% I mean nothing makes us feel better than when someone comes up to us and just even if it's just chatting uh, yeah. and, and we'll have a chat with someone and I don't, I don't know why I don't know if it's because we do what we do is quite unique but for some reason people do seem to open up to us quite a lot I, I don't know why I don't know if it's just us as personalities or, or what it is but throughout my career of doing this and I'm sure you have as well like you said that girl at yeah. the previous location they've come up and just whether it be on the break and said oh do you know what I was really skeptical about doing this or I was really worried about doing this and you've really helped you know you've, you've really cheered me up you know, I've really enjoyed mm. it and it, it's a really nice feeling it's a really good feeling and it, it's nice to know that we've got somebody out their headspace for those six hours yes definitely so yeah and it's so important to address and you know, I, I I feel so much pain for all the people that have to get up and they do that, that nine to five job that they can't stand and they work with people they don't like, all to earn money to buy things that in the end won't matter. No, um, I can tell you I've had jobs where I've left at the end of the day, sat in my car outside and burst into tears and thinking I never want to come back here again, but I've had to because I've got bills to pay and I've had to go back to that job the next day and the day after and the day after until eventually I could find something else. You're handcuffed by this idea of society and life yeah. and that you owe something. And, and it's horrible. And that's why I think, like you were saying before, spiritually, if you can free your mind from all the negativity that yes. is going on in your everyday life, you can be a lot happier as a person because if you just control, so if you're just stuck in this mindset of every day, you know, every day is the same, it's it's a relapse of the same thing. And I've, I've, got, to go, oh, I've got to go to work tomorrow. I've got to go up and do it again. People live for the weekends and I think it's so sad. You know, yeah. you, you've got to wake up and I want to make the most of every day that I can. And I've struggled with depression, anxiety, addiction, and it's, it's a horrible phase and a path to walk. But if you can get yourself through that, that mindset and through all the pain, you know, there's light at the end of the tunnel that there is. And, you know, guys, like we were saying earlier, it's so, so important to reach out. And I don't, I can't begin to sit here and say that Vicky or myself have the answers for you or we can make everything better. But what we can guarantee you is you're not alone. Definitely, you're never alone. There's always going to be somebody that you can reach out to. Um, I've learned myself, especially on a nice day, if you've got a garden or you've got a bit of grass somewhere outside, if you live in flats, just go outside, take your shoes and socks off so that your bare feet on the grass and just look up to the sun Stretch your arms down by your sides, close your eyes, feel that warmth on your face and just imagine that there's roots coming out of your feet, going down deep into the ground and just be at one with nature and it's what I call grounding yourself and just do that for a few minutes and just like I said, feel that warmth of the sun, sort of clear everything out of your head. And just for a few minutes, do a little bit of meditation and be at one with nature. And believe me, it, it not only does it help to clear your mind a little bit, it also helps to recharge you because spiritually you're connecting to the earth, 
and it's helped me so it's it's, it's worth a try everything if there's yep, one, everything's worth one a try one percent chance it can make you feel better do it guys i mean i think the statistics is something like one in every two people will suffer at one point with their life with, yeah. with mental health and you know I, i've always said if if that one person passes away or commits suicide then we as a society has done something wrong yeah we've always got to support them and you know guys that's why we, it was so important we made this episode today um and, and just to wrap it up guys like if you ever feel like that like i said the suicide prevention line is one one six one two three obviously it's free to call it's anonymous um but you've got to remember guys that there's always light at the end of the tunnel surround yourself with positive energy and positive energy will find you um you've got to remember that it's all about love and peace and the empathy you have for people it you will return the favour. And the empathy that you must have for yourself. You have to learn to love yourself. Even if you just look in the mirror every morning and just say to your reflection, I love myself, I'm a good person, I believe in me. Just do that every morning. It makes a difference. Believe in yourself. Believe in yourself. That's something I think we we'll end it there. Believe in yourself is something to, to yeah. live by. Um so as always guys, thank you for listening. Um we love you all and you guys are always worth it. Remember you're not alone. Um obviously join us next week. We'll be uh, talking about something hopefully that you guys will be interested in listening to. And um if there's any questions you guys want to write in, as always feel free. But yeah. Love, peace and empathy, guys. Stay safe and we love you. We'll talk to you soon. Bye.